Thank you for supporting the media outreach of New Covenant Christian Ministries. Through the powerful preaching and teaching of Pastor Bill and Dr. Deanne Johnson, family relations are being restored. The wayward are returning to God. And together, we are transforming all people into fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ. Join us now for a message that will strengthen you in your faith and encourage you to be all that God has designed you to be. Hallelujah. Let me say this. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Um, Ecclesiastes 3 says this. says, to everything there is a season. And, and you, 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 you can take your seats if you want. You can sit down. Don't take the seats. You can sit down if you want to. People say take the seats. Don't take them anywhere. Just you can sit down if you want to. You can stand if you want to. It's up to you. It says to everything there is a season. And then, then it says he begins to move on. And, and we understand seasons. We, we get an get a understanding of that. But then he says there is a time. For every purpose under heaven. So you have two demarcations, seasons and times. Seasons and times. So a couple of things. We have to understand that, and I'm t- pulling things together, God is con- in control of the seasons. Our times are actually in his hands. We understand that. You cannot change a season. You can. All you can do is cooperate with it. As much as you want it to be 80 degrees outside, You can go out there in your shorts. It's not 80 yet. Or as much as you want it to be winter, as much as you cannot, you, all you have to do, you have to dress appropriately for the season that you're in. So you learn the season, observe what it is, dress appropriately for the season that you're in. Make sense? Now, now, here's the thing. So we, can, we can't change the season. God's in control of the season. This is not what I was going to teach on at all today. But uh, uh, so this is the thing. I, be, I read something in Genesis. And I'm, I'm, I'm kind of afraid to read it because it's dangerous. When... God created the, the heavens and the earth. If you look in Genesis chapter number 1 and verse number 14, 
It says, then God said, let there be lights in the firmaments of, in, in the, firmaments of the heaven to divide the day and the night, or from the night. And let them be for signs and seasons and for days and years. And let them be for lights in the firmaments of the heaven to give light on the earth. And it was so. Then God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. God set them in the firmament of the heavens to give light on the earth and to rule over the day and over the night and to divide the light from darkness. And God saw that it was so. Pastor, why did you read that? Because the thing that determines the season is the light. If you want to change your season, change your light. What are you, wait a minute, what are you talking about? Some of us walk in an old season too long simply because we haven't had enough light for the new season. Are you, Lord help us. That's the danger in reading what I'm reading this because I haven't worked it out in a message. I'm just giving it to you like I was reading it. But I want you to get this. I want you to get what I'm saying. The amount of light that you have, the level of understanding that you have, this is what I'm talking about, the illumination that you have will determine your ability to go into another season. And some of us are at a place where we sense the pull for a new season in our lives, but we refuse to pay the price of getting light. So what God has to do, sometimes he will attach you to folk who are already <laughs> walking in a light Therefore, we walk in the light as he is in the light. Then we have this fellowship. We begin to walk together with, are you understanding what I'm saying? And all I'm saying to you, I'm not trying, I'm not trying, to, not trying to make it so deep or anything like that so you can say, oh, that was deep. No, if you, if you don't understand it, it, it don't matter. But what I'm getting at is this. The season has changed. Your charge now is to get the light for your new season. That's it. Simply said, what are you talking about? If, it's the see, if your season of being broke is over, it's time to get light on how to have money and walk with it. If your season for being single is over, it's time to get light and learn how to be married. If, if your season for arguing, fussing, and fighting is over, is your season to, to get, learn how to walk in conflict resolution and finally get understanding and walk in peace. You get it? The danger is we can fall in love with the season 
but the seasons are not in your control. And so God will begin pulling you toward a new season. And I want to challenge you today to get the understanding and get the light for your new season. All right, all right. I, I need to quit that. All right. I don't know. Does this resonate with anybody? All right, all right. If, if, if not, that's fine. All right. Y'all started all this. All right. Uh, thank you, Lord. You have something? Ecclesiastes <laughs> says to everything, there's a season. Within the season, it's called something called time. You only have a specific time within the confines of a season to fulfill a purpose. You, are you hearing what I'm saying? You only have a specific time within a given season to fulfill a specific purpose. And don't let the season pass and you miss purpose. Don't let the season fly by and you were so busy that you missed it. That you were so preoccupied that the level of discernment, that you, you, you hadn't heightened your discernment to get there, to see it. I, I want to show you something today. I, this is coming at it from a totally different place. A totally different place. Open your Bibles to John chapter 12. It's a totally different place. I know uh, Tony told us the streaming audience that I'm getting ready to deal with attitudes, but I, I'm going to deal with John chapter 12. It was, I was going to deal with that. So he gave you, maybe gave you some false information. <laughs> but we're in this, and I can't, I can't. I got I to get it out. All right. Here's the text, John chapter 12, verse number 1. Let me go old school like I used to. Let me go down there and walk a little bit. <laughs> it's old school. That's how I used to do it. In John chapter 12, it says, Then six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany where Lazarus was, who had been dead, whom he had raised from the dead. 
There they made him supper, and Martha served, but Lazarus was one of those who sat at the table with him. Then Mary took a pound of very costly oil of spikenard, anointed the feet of Jesus, and wiped his feet with her hair, and the house was filled with the fragrance of the oil. But one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, who was, would betray him, said, why was this fragrant oil not sold for 300 denarii and given to the poor? This he said, not that he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief and had the money box and used to take what was put in it. But Jesus said, let her alone. She has kept this for the day of my burial. For the poor you will have with you always, but me you do not have always. I want to relate this so you'll see it. So you'll understand what's going on. This was the Mary who was the sister of Martha and Lazarus. She was the one who, when Jesus came to their house, you know, they were preparing a meal. Martha was serving, and this Mary was the one sitting at the feet of Jesus, listening to his word. Martha complained about Jesus, I mean, about Mary, and was like, what's going on? I don't get all of this. Why don't she get up and serve, etc." So this is the Mary, and Jesus said she's chosen the better part. So here we are now at the house again, Jesus and his disciples, and in the midst of what's going on, she, the Bible says, took this costly oil and broke it over him and, and the, literally poured it on him and washed his feet with her hair. This oil was costly in that it said it cost 300 denarii, right? Three, a denarii was worth one day's wages. 300 denarii means that this fragrance cost almost a year's wages. So it wasn't stuff you just go get at the store. I don't know how long she had this. The text doesn't say. I don't know even where she got it from. But you know with something that costly, she didn't have it out everywhere. She had it in a specific place. And then she recognized, okay, this, 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 is, this, is, this is something that's costly. And, and, but this is the thing. It didn't say she put it on herself. Jesus shows up, and he had shown up before, and she didn't go get the oil. But it was the season. It was the time, and there was a purpose that needed to be fulfilled. She somehow through the understanding and unction of the Holy Spirit, whatever, however God made her to know, she went and said, oh, now is the time. 
you can see her weeding through all the stuff that she has because you don't put costly stuff in open places. She went and got it. Seemed to be oblivious to those who were around her. And then the text says that she not just anointed him like we do. She said, I recognize the purpose. I'm sensing purpose. I'm sensing time. I'm sensing season. This is for him. And she took the whole thing Poured it, I mean, poured it out. All, and then, then, wait a minute, she did something that was so uncultural in that she let down her hair. I know for those of us now, we don't think anything of that. But that was just, a, that was not a custom. That means you are lowering yourself in front of everybody. She let down her hair. But she said, the season demands that I don't care what y'all think about me. I don't care what you say about me. I don't care what you think about me because I'm fulfilling purpose. This is my season. And then she let down her hair and she began to wipe his feet with her hair. What season was it? Jesus began to tell them something that even his disciples did not discern. They did not understand. In fact, he tried to tell them, I'm getting ready to die. Peter rebuked him. He said, not so, Lord, not so. No, it's not going to happen. He had to tell him, get behind me, Satan. Your discernment isn't up. You're missing the season. You're missing the time. And then he finally, but Mary said, look, look, look. It's the season. It's the time. I'm going to use this for him. What's going on? Jesus said in the midst of them all, she is anointing me for my burial. She recognized something that they didn't get because she anointed him. If you want to know why that was important, they went to anoint him at the tomb, but they had an issue. He had gotten up. He had gotten up. They missed it, but Mary didn't miss it. They didn't catch the sea. They were too late. But Mary was right on time. Are you understanding what I'm talking about? They were the ones who were saying, oh, we're going to go ahead and now and go ahead and do it. No, 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 no. Mary was the one who recognized it's time. It's time. It's time. This costly perfume, this alabaster box was poured out on him. This is one of the greatest expressions of worship that you see in all of Scripture. But it was about a a lady who finally hooked in and discerned seasons, times, and purpose. She began to get it. This is for now. They tried to change the purpose of the oil. 
because they said, let's give it to the poor. Sounds good, wrong purpose and time. Y'all don't hear me. Sounds good. Jesus said, we read it, the poor you're going to have with you always. Don't think that Jesus is discarding the poor because he talked about one of the, one of the criteria for judgment is this. When I was hungry, did you feed me? When I was naked, did you clothe me? When I was sick, did you come and visit me? But he's telling them, now is not the season or the time for that purpose. The purpose for this particular oil is for my burial. I don't know where she got it. I don't know how long she had it, but it was time. It was costly. And she had the ability to cooperate with the Holy Spirit. Because not that she was saved or anything because Jesus had not died yet. But what I'm getting at is this. God can move on anybody at any given time. And she cooperated with God in this season for this purpose. My friend, I just want to tell you this. I cannot explain what's going on. But everything in me, and I believe there's something resonating in you that's saying we're in a new season. Anybody, can anybody testify? Does anybody sense anything? If I'm off, don't, don't rebuke me publicly. Just call me to the side and say, Pastor, you know, consider this. And I'm, I'm open to correction. I'm open to it. But my friend, I just sense there's something that's changed. And I'm talking specifically about you. Specifically about us. There's something that has changed and we hit a new season in God. My per, my, the thing is, God give us the discernment to discern your season your time, and make sure we fulfill your purpose. I don't know what it is that, I, I don't even know why. But all I know is that it is. And everything in me is resonating. Something's changed. Something's changed. I'm, I'm telling you, I got job offers this week I didn't even ask for. I'm like, I got a job. I got several jobs. And all I'm getting at is something has changed. There's something on you right now. And all I want you to do is get acquainted with it. Put it on. Get comfortable in it. Come on, get, just pull your garment a little bit and say, let me get comfortable in my new garment because I can't wear my old season garments for the new season that I'm in. I can't wear my old attitudes for the new season that I'm in. I can't wear my old tongue for the new season that I'm in. I used to be able to do this, but, but now I can't do this because I'm in a new place. I used to be able to be loose 
with what I would say, but now I know life and death are in the power of the tongue, and so I need to speak blessing over my life because I'm going to, I want to eat the fruit of what I prophesy. I'm going to have to live in it or eat the fruit of it. I didn't come today to say any of that, but I believe the Holy Ghost would have me say it. Is anybody sensing the winds of change blowing in your life, new seasons in your life? What I want to do is this. I want to pray for you for this because you're in a new place. You're in a new season. You're in a new time. Cooperate with the season. If that's you, my friend, just stand right where you are. I would say, come on up, but I believe it's too many of us. <laughs> you can sit down and play. I believe God can see you sitting down. All right. Musicians, stand it up. Just stand up, play in the drum, do everything. Thank you, Father. Father, there are people that are standing all across this room because they're in a new place. They sense the winds of a new season. There are those who have been in a dry season. They sense the warmth, the fragrance of spring coming. There are those who have gone and they, 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 they are sensing that there's something changing, something moving that I can't explain, but I know something's happening. And so, Father, today I pray in Jesus' name for every person that there would be discernment. Give us an understanding heart. Give us discernment so that we can see, we can perceive, we can get to a place, we can have the depth of insight where we're not moving in our own strength and trying to make something happen, but we literally are yielding to you with the spirit of submission and cooperation, and we say, God, have your way. Father, forgive us where we have spoken against the greater season, because it is greater, this greater place that you've brought us into. Forgive us where we've minimized our own skill sets and abilities, and we've literally spoken words that would go against what you want to bring in our lives. Forgive us. And we ask right now that the words of our mouth and the meditation of our hearts would be acceptable in your sight, for you are our strength and our redeemer. Father, I pray right now that you'd begin to align everything necessary for us to walk in this place, this new season. I pray for light. The entrance of your word gives light. So I pray that you would cause us to have the necessary light that we need and even more than we need to provide the illumination so that as we can move forward, we're not walking in the dark, but we're walking in the light. We thank you that your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Thank you for lighting the way. I pray now that even as we're driving along at home in conversation, 
conversation, in our car, that you begin to speak to our hearts and cause there to be a greater sensitivity to your voice because we are your sheep and we hear your voice and the voice of a stranger we will not follow. So we thank you today for this insight. We thank you for this wisdom. Father, there are those of us who are getting ready to handle things that seemingly is far beyond our current capacity. I'm asking you to increase the capacity and understanding. Let it be in Jesus' name that we're not walking in the old understanding, but in the new understanding. Grant it in Jesus' name. Come on, shout, I receive it. Shout, I receive it. Shout, I receive it. Come on, say, it's my new season. Say it loud, for real. It's my new season. It's my new day. I'm going to walk in it. In Jesus' name. Look around and say, everything attached to me wins. Everything attached to me wins. Everything attached to me wins. Come on, touch about four or five people and tell them, everything attached to me wins. Even those that are sitting down, everything attached to me wins. Everything attached to me wins. We hope you've enjoyed this message. For more information on other products and materials, please contact us at 770-484-9300, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Or visit our website at www.newcov.org. If you're in the Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for one of our dynamic services. Once again, thank you for receiving the living word of God from New Covenant Christian Ministries, where we are transforming all people into fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ.